conversation. you got to love technology. Hi. Um, you've tuned in to HR Examiner's Executive Conversations. I'm your host, John Sumser, and today we're going to be talking with an old friend, John Bell, who is currently running a data integration company called Think Data LLC. And we'll let John tell us all about that. Hi, John. How are you? Hi, John. How are you? It's actually Rethink Data. <laughs> It's rethink data. Oh, we're, we're holding. Yes. oh there it is. There's a little, it's a little tiny re in front of the think data. Rethink data, LLC. <laughs> yes. uh, so, so take a moment and, and introduce yourself. Thanks, John. Um, as you know, we've known each other for a long time, and I really appreciate the opportunity to, to be on your program to talk about industry issues and my current mission with rethink data. For background, I started in the talent acquisition industry some 20-plus years ago uh, when I founded Boxwood Technology. Uh, Boxwood is a job board technology platform provider uh, running, uh, managing over 1,000 active job boards. Not only does Boxwood provide the technology to run the job board, but it also manages the day-to-day operations and advertising sales for these sites. So how did I get here at Rethink Data? As far as um, that transition, uh, I sold Boxwood in 2015, but we didn't sell everything. I kept a project out of the deal that we had started to work on to solve for what I think is the biggest issue in recruitment today, and that is the disconnected candidate application process between a job board and an ATS, when the candidate is redirected, starts their search and apply at the job board, and then is redirected to the ATS. We'll talk about that in some detail later. Um, I kept that project because new owners didn't understand it anyway, and I was also able to keep the team at Boxwood that worked on that project. So they moved over to rethink with me. So that's that's it. Uh, so how did you end up? How did you end up getting started doing this in the first place? You, you, you've you've laid out job board business, and that's that's mm-hmm. great. But nobody grows up wanting to be in the job board business. <laughs> well, earlier than that, I um, was in the recruitment business. I had a, a recruitment technical firm, uh, uh, and we uh, did exclusive searches. Remember back in the day of IBM mainframes. We mm-hmm. were a, a, a niche uh, nationwide player, and uh, we play systems programmers, networkers, database folks from the recruitment industry. And then that morphed into Boxwood because I was trying to build – this is back in the 90s – trying to build an online uh, uh, location where candidates could see all the job ads we represented. That quickly then morphed into Boxwood, and we actually started Boxwood with newspapers and radio stations and several commercial job boards back in the early days and backed into the association nonprofit uh, professional society space. So I went from uh, being a recruiter, having a recruitment firm, into being a commercial job board operator then moving into a platform model that enabled other organizations to provide the service. And 
back in the boom of the internet back in 2006 and 7 and 8 uh, we were like everyone else trying to fund our projects and we could not explain john what boxwood was to the investment community because we didn't have the word SAS at the time and we didn't have the word white label at the time so it was very very early on when we started boxwood and um and that ended up to be a, a very nice organization that was purchased by the Naylor uh, Corporation that's uh, and very involved in the association space. So, so what does Rethink Data do? We're a technology company. We are a um, an integrator, uh, and we solve for um, the unacceptable. Right now, our main project is we're solving for the unacceptable disconnected candidate application process. As I mentioned earlier, that exists between job boards and ATSs. And it's actually flipped the customer's return on investment just completely upside down. Data clearly shows that when a candidate begins their search and apply on a third-party job site, over 80% are dropping out of the application process because of the friction with the disconnected nature of the workflow and the user friction from redundant data entry. So this disconnected marketplace uh, with recruitment and advertising customers are not receiving what they used to. They're receiving fewer than 20% of the candidates that start the application. So what changed? (laughs) Why why is that that a problem? How did that flip happen? Well, You'll remember back before uh, ATS providers uh, came online and developed their own hosted uh, application process. Job boards enjoy the luxury of delivering the application through a very simple process, and that process was um, a proprietary apply, which used the data out of their profile, candidate's profile, and uploaded resumes, and it was a very simple email address, name and address, contact information, sometimes a cover letter, and an attached resume, and it was delivered to the customer via email. Well, for all the right reasons, advertising customers uh, adopted ATS platforms to, one, solve for um, uh, compliance and also to handle the massive number of candidates that they were uh, receiving from different job board sources. So... What happened when every time a customer would uh, adopt an ATS, um, what would happen is the candidate, instead of staying on the job board and filling out a very simple application, was redirected off that applica- off the job board to the ATS application, hosted application, and had to start the application from scratch. Imagine, here's the problem. Imagine. Amazon, the Amazon experience. You stay on Amazon to purchase products from all over the world, from multiple vendors. Imagine a candidate having to go to Amazon or a user go to Amazon to buy something, and as soon as they click to purchase, they're redirected to the manufacturer's website where they had to set up a new profile account. They had to upload their uh, credit card content uh, where they ended up going through a different checkout process every time, and when they finished, they're sitting on that manufacturer's website. We are bringing back to this industry what we call a native apply process, native to the job board, which enables the job board to offer their users an Amazon experience. Instead of the candidate going to the ATS, 
we bring the full application, screening questions, compliance questions, all the complexities to the, to the job board and present it uh, as a white-labeled solution inside the job board so the user experience stays there. And then we pre-populate that form with profile information and the resume data information, just like we did in the old days. We pre-populate the form. Of course, it's much more complex today than it was you know, back in the day. So that's the problem. I think if, you, if people think about this as an Amazon experience that they want to give their job seekers or their candidates when they're coming through the apply process, this is what we offer. This is, this is fascinating. With all of the attention over a decade or, or more on, on um, candidate experience, the idea that that it hasn't been solved at this most rudimentary level is is kind of mind-boggling, don't you think? It is, um, and um, I thought it would be uh, pretty simple a couple of years ago to introduce this solution because it, it's pretty obvious when you sit down and actually think about it. Um, one of the big reasons for this not actually taking off five or six years ago is because the industry has been talking about it forever. Right. Is the complexity of the process and the fragmented marketplace on both sides? You know, the 350 ATSs, and there are thousands of job boards. So to think of developing a network, you know, a many-to-many network, or each each stakeholder had to create an integration with all the other folks on the other side of the market, it's pretty it, it's pretty daunting. And I think it just sat there with with no solution. That's 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 interesting. So so. What you've done, which I find fascinating, is create a tool or a tool set that that supports and sort of celebrates the fact that the market is fragmented and builds a, a sort of uniform um, user experience inside of that fragmented market. That's pretty. That's pretty interesting, and not you know everybody else in the whole world who wants to. Um, barge in and fix everything that's broken thinks that the way that you do that is by getting everybody to do it your way and what you're doing is allowing people to do it their way and still maintaining the quality of the experience is that fair absolutely yeah yeah we're finding uh, early on someone told me uh that once you've integrated with one ats you've integrated with one ats Everybody does it differently. And on the other side, job boards have their own uh, uh, candidate workflow and user experience and how they, how and when in the process they start their relationship with the candidate. So when we, when we make our connection or our touch points on the job board side, it's very unique to each job board. That's, so you're right. That's, it's, it's, we're, we're in the middle. That, that's so interesting. So you're performing a sort of a Switzerland function but that makes you um, super dependent on the interfaces between you and the ATS and the job boards staying relatively stable. Um, mm-hmm. It does. Right? That's, that's the bugaboo of this sort of thing. So, so, so how do you handle the fact that you can't control those things? Well, you know, just like in other industries, the airline industry, the travel industry, uh, the credit card industry, when you're processing your credit card at that you know, point of purchase, it's going through multiple vendors along its way to get to the bank and come back and be approved and so forth. 
Um, they, of course, have change management control and they're very sophisticated. You point out in our industry, we're not a really integrated industry, particularly ATS providers, platforms, and job boards. The lucky thing for us is is that um, ATS providers that we're working with are really engaging with this process. And they uh, have built – we use APIs, of course, which is an industry standard, and they're not changing those APIs often at all. Uh, when they do um, – most of our ETS partners will contact us because if they change their APIs for us, they're probably changing the same set of APIs for their other vendors for background screening and uh, various functions like that, you know, criminal checks and so forth and so on. We're all putting data in and out of that applicant profile on the ATS. So there's not just us. It's, we're sort of have joined into an, you know, an already built ecosystem from the strategy of the ATS. And lucky for us on the other side, the job board actually does the integration to us, so we're the standard, and we can manage that pretty effectively. That's, that's really interesting. So that suggests that you have contractual relationships with all of the ATSs. Is that, is that right? So they know, um, they know they should notify you when something changes? Yes. Most, most of the ATS providers have uh, a marketplace. And we, we are in the marketplace with most of the ATS. If they have a marketplace, we're in that marketplace and included in that group. So uh, we'll get uh, notifications. Um, they've been great as far as uh, giving us our direct connection to their tech teams, and we've got product managers and stuff. So, yeah, we're, we're pretty tightly uh, connected with those guys. So, so you are in Maryland somewhere. This, Maryland is not known as a, um, as a center of – Actually, you're in the woods in, in northern Maryland, are you? Um, and um, um, the, the the neighborhood is not known as a tech hub. <laughs> how do you how do you get people to come to work for you? Well, you know, back in the day of Boxwood, we built an amazing tech team, and uh, most the core of that group stayed with me for 18 years, which I thought was pretty fantastic. And we're using the same philosophy at Rethink. We home grow our guys. Now, I brought some guys over from Boxwood, which is very helpful. But we like to find young, self-starter, aggressive, smart uh, technology guys. And what we offer them for the Baltimore community, and being not so much in the center of the hub like you would be at Silicon Valley or you would be at, in Austin or some of these other places – there's not that much demand in our location. A lot of the big employers have left, you know, the big insurance companies and banks and such. So there is not that huge demand, which is causes people to be raided all the time. So we can bring in a young fella, uh, pay them well, we give great benefits, and offer them a pretty exciting environment to learn. Uh, you know, when you're a data processing person working for a company for inside products, it's pretty boring. You know, you might work on an accounts receivable program for a while, put it up on the shelf, and you're done. As you know, a SaaS model is never finished, and we're constantly innovating. So we're pushing our people into uh, technologies that they would not ordinarily uh, be exposed to, and we demand a lot. So we work them hard, and they get a fulfillment for that. So it's, it's not that, you know, we're the best employer, you know, in the state or anything like that, but we have a pretty nice niche and a, and a good network of people. 
Interesting. So, so what's the role of AI in this process? Well, as of the here and now, uh, we're not really using AI. Um, we're following it, of course, and learning, but uh, we're we're not sort of in the the database work because we're truly a a uh, an integrator and transferring data that belongs to the job board, then it belongs to the customer. We do not store data. We don't keep a, a resume database of any kind. We don't monetize the data. When we're finished with the data, the data is deleted. Um, in terms of GDPR, we're known as a um, as a processor, not a, um, a controller. So we we delete the data right away. So matching business, the matching business and the data mining business and analytics is just not where we are today. But I can say that it makes perfect sense to me in the not too distant future, particularly for, for candidates on a mobile device, to introduce uh, AI, chat, whatever we term, term it at the time, but to, interview, um, to, to, to introduce that type of technology into the application process and then turn that audio uh, work into data and then drop it into the ATS databases. So we're looking at that, and um, I think uh, when the time is right, we'll, we'll be in, that, 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 in, in the AI market uh, with those solutions. It's, it's funny that it, it's really quite interesting that, that the job board industry, um, in, which was – technology leading as it as it emerged it was mm-hmm. brand new stuff that nobody had ever done before is now sort of um the conservative technology component the slow to move technology component you know the solving mm-hmm. this problem the fact that you've got a niche here suggests that that the job boards have become quite conservative about how they deploy technology um, and and i find that kind of interesting because it was in the beginning the 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 idea of a job board was so um extraordinary that it took evangelism to get it adopted right so it was it was a very different kind of approach to technology when the job board industry started right well you you hit on an interesting point uh you know in any any industry you have innovators leaders and followers and I think at this point, the innovators have embraced um, connecting their job board platforms to the systems that their customers are using. And they're doing this for a number of applications, job distribution. Um, they're doing this. Everybody seems to be in a big uh, uh, flurry to get their um, da- resume database sourcing systems all integrated with the ATS, and they're working on that as well. Um, but when it comes to this application process, um, customers have not been asking for this integration. And, you, and then that makes me think, well, why wouldn't a customer want to get more candidates for their advertising spend? Well, data hasn't been available in just the la- until just the last couple of years. AppCast and those guys have been doing great tracking, starting to show these the candidate abandonment rate and the – loss of value that the customer is experiencing. So I think until the customers, which it is beginning to happen today, the customers start asking the general job board population to get connected for the apply process, they're going to be slow to uh, uh, innovate because it costs money and takes time and resources. 
Now, Indeed has been working on this for years. They've got a huge department that does this work. Um, uh, uh, ZipRecruiter's been doing some work, CareerBuilder. Those three guys have been uh, out there in the marketplace, uh, Glassdoor, now part of Indeed, but they've been doing work as well. So you take the top four or five innovators, and they're already there. They're, they're building this to the best that they can. Um, and there are some limitations, which are interesting. But the, the vast majority of the job in marketplace has been complacent. Now, with that background, one other factor I think that, that really dominates this is job boards are making more money today than they probably have ever in recent history. And they've had a, they've had a long run of, of strong demand for their products, customers willing to pay. Even if the ROI is not there, customers, you know how they get when demand is high. They'll go anywhere to find a good candidate. And so I think job boards are saying, hey, we're doing great. Maybe we don't have to do anything this year. Let's wait till next year. Let's wait till somebody else does it. And so they've been a little bit slow to to pick up on this. Um, if that answers your question, I hope it does. Yeah, well, you know, that tells me that tells me that it's a mature marketplace, right? And 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 that mm-hmm. suggests that that it's ripe for disruption. Um, and mm-hmm. so so maybe the next question down this angle is. Is how do you see the job board market evolving? Is it going to be? Do, do you imagine that it's going to be more of this forever, or is is some of the new technology that's creeping up just going to completely sabotage the job board business? Right. This is this is the long form of the is the job board dead question. Right. Well, I think there are challenges to the to the industry. Uh, if you look at the amount of money that's been invested uh, into, into larger job boards, into the ATS marketplace, even in the recruitment marketing section of the business, uh, the market, recruitment marketers are, are getting invested money. And I think Indeed just bought Jibe. No, not Indeed. Sorry. iSims just bought Jibe. So there's some consolidation going on as well. Um, I think – a job board that is a standalone job board in three years will have a very difficult time competing with a job board that is fully integrated with their customers' data systems. Um, I think job boards have been dying because, in large part because of the disconnected application. They can't get their product to market. But right now there's not that pressure. But when the pressure starts to come on, if we have a recession or things turn down a little bit, or customers in their renewal process get wise and say, look, if you're not connected for the apply process, I can't justify spending money with you. All of a sudden, that's going to change the whole complexion of the marketplace. And there's some great niche job boards out there, as you know, that provide a really good service that have a a supply of candidates in those particular uh, professions and such that are very high-valued talent pools. And I think they'll do well. I think there's going to be that uh, – there may not be as many, but I think the concept of the job board uh, is here to stay. Uh, everybody's become a job board, right? Google, LinkedIn, Facebook. Uh, so I think the concept of the job board business is here to stay. So so if you're a job board owner, what do you need to do to survive? I think you seriously stop and look at your technology roadmap and and look at the priorities on that roadmap and see if those priorities 
are getting you connected directly into your customers' systems. And I think that's what I'm what I kind of generally term a connected a connected job board. If you're connected to the ecosystem, that enables you to compete on the level playing field. Then it's up to you to build your niche, your supply, your candidate structure, you know, all of that stuff that that uh, that job boards have to do. And of course, they have to win customers and keep customers. But uh, from a technology perspective, I think now is the is is a real pivot for job boards to look at what they're spending their time on and start spending their time on products and capabilities to get them connected to their customers. So so that's an interesting thing. Uh, it's always been a little elusive. Part of, part of the problem in the job board business is, is it takes some work to understand the value that you're getting from your spend. But now it sounds like it'll get completely invisible. Um, so So what do you have to do to to impress your customer of the value that you've delivered when, when your customer might actually be a bot that's making programmatic decisions? Well, one of the things, um, uh, you remember Michael Durney with Dice, of course, THI. Right. And three or four years ago, he gave a presentation at a conference that I was there, and, and this started my relationship with Michael, actually, because he had this great, conference, this great presentation. He said, the number one problem in the job board recruitment space is the lack of attribution. Job boards are not even getting credit for the candidates they're delivering. One of the things we do in our integration is that we firmly put on every application the source code ID – and going back to you, you know, you, you integrate with one ATS, you integrate with all, they're all different, so it's kind of complicated. But we make sure that our job board uh, partners get attribution for their candidate traffic, whether it's going into a system or going to, uh, you know, into whatever the, the delivery mechanism is on the ATS side, they've got to get credit for their application. And it's not happening, and that's part of the benefit of getting connected to your customers' systems. Um, so uh, I, I, to me, that is something that absolutely has to happen for the industry to survive because if you look at the data across the industry now, some of the data is very interesting and exciting, but it's built on really faulty uh, data points because attribution is not clear. It's not uh, concise, and the, the customer really may not know where they're getting the candidates from. So I think that's a big part of it. That's That's really interesting. So – so what are the ethical issues you run across in your work? Well, you know, we're um, we're uh, compliant with GDPR, which, you know, they have, of course, the candidate privacy and data privacy issues. And I think those – the candidate's privacy, uh, the individual's privacy, and the, and the, the, the data uh, privacy uh, are, are the big ones that, that we have uh, that, we're, that we're working with. Just try to stay within um, accepted boundaries there, um, and and other, and the other is that that I think the industry as a whole doesn't treat the candidate as a customer, uh, almost enabling people to treat people like people. The customer, the candidate is is really losing out in this whole experience of starting to try to find a job and and and, and going through the process of applying for the job. So I think those three things. User privacy, data ownership, and enabling uh, people to treat the 
uh, the users as, as real customers, actually. If they thought of them as customers, it would be great. I, there's a lot of talk about that in the industry. Those are the three things I think we're looking at. This has been a great and interesting conversation, John. I want to thank you for taking the time to do it. Would you reintroduce yourself and tell people how they might get a hold of you? Absolutely. Uh, My name is John, J-O-H-N, Bell, B-E-L-L. My email address is john.bell at rethinkdata.net. We're located in Maryland. Love to have you drop by our offices anytime. Our 800 phone number is 1-800-395-9560, and we are integrators uh, that uh, do work to connect job boards and applicant tracking systems. Thanks, John. I really appreciate you taking the time to do this. You've been listening to HR Examiner's Executive Conversations. We've been talking with John Bell, who is the CEO and founder of Rethink Data in Maryland. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you back here next week. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.